0: On this episode of Documental, I'm speaking with Jack Peach. Jack, thank you so much for coming on. Hi, you're welcome. Thanks for inviting me. I really appreciate it. You have a phrase on your blog that goes by seeking harmony
1: amidst the chaos. Could you talk to us about that? So this actually came out of a conversation I had uh, online with uh, a friend, a mutual friend who you interviewed, Huntsman. And he was basically giving a commentary on what he thought about me and what he said is you always seem to find the harmony uh and then i sort of spun that and went on to yeah so there's we're surrounded by chaos we don't have much control over over our surroundings obviously humans do have a lot a lot of control over environment but in general we are not in absolute control of everything we're not there's chaos all around us and especially at the moment in the online world there is a lot of different tensions going on obviously the whole uh, sort of manas at the moment is, is quite awash with that with those uh, those lines of drawing the sand a little bit and for me my whole goal is to sort of tread a path that is in the middle it's to sort of seek a thread through that chaos that is always in the eye of the storm as it were it's you have a sort of a peace or a mastery that even though you're surrounded by chaos you can find something that is harmonious within that you do not have to succumb to the maelstrom that was basically where where the idea came from and i like the idea of it I, for me it's a very uh it's a very interesting thing it's it's a way to make my own life as positive as it can be when I don't really know what's going on you know what I mean but I can I can keep treading a path that keeps moving me forward and uh yeah find a find the the right way the right way to live my life without being overly influenced by other people as well that's a big part of it like with chaos uh I see other people a little bit as chaos this sounds this might sound a bit like uh of a weird thing to say but for me I don't understand another person Right, I don't understand their intrinsic desires, I don't understand their intrinsic motivations, I don't know what's going on in their life, I don't know everything about them. I can just infer things from them. So for me, that's quite chaotic. I'm surrounded by people, we're social animals, and this isn't like chaotic in a negative sense. This is just how I sometimes view social interaction. It's quite chaotic. And I find that if you can find a certain amount of harmony within yourself, harmony within surrounded by other people you can manage that chaos somewhat it really makes you think
0: with all the noise around us it's it's getting overwhelming right we have a lot of information uh, but it doesn't mean that that information is useful or helping us in any way so um, i guess finding the signal out of the noise is kind of a superpower these days right
1: (laughs) yeah for sure we've got so much sensory input like especially with yeah Even before smartphones, we had a lot of input to take on. In like compared to like evolutionary terms, you know, there's bright lights, cars, noises. Like uh, we live in. If you live in a big city, it can be 24 hours. You know, you're always getting this sensory input that is uh, is not natural. I suppose we always would have had obviously sensory input, but like this is quite overwhelming. Again, chaotic and now with smartphones you don't even have that detachment that you used to have it's like if you don't put aside your phone or don't create spaces or rule i have rules around social media and stuff that i have to make sure it doesn't i am having space you know like uh then yeah it can be totally nowadays. like too much too much information really that's a
0: great practical tip for the listeners to create space in their day because it seems like we're picking up the phone and and doing so many things with technology non-stop and it's it's wreaking havoc on our, our sense of peace do you recommend that people do set times for social media and their phone Do you recommend that people go for walks what is your way of finding that peace
1: so there's some things I do a couple of little things like for example like me and my partner have a very simple rule like there's no phones in the bedroom so we if we are ever in our room and like we're like we have quite a quite a small house here, we only have like a room, a kitchen and a bedroom. So if we and the, the bedroom's the only room for air conditioning mm-hmm. and it's hot. <laughs> so we quite often go in there and it means we don't take our phone in there and we can we can talk, that like give space to talk, to have like social interaction. That's a big one in our house. It's like a hard rule. it's like a hard rule. No phones in the bed, like no food phones in the bedroom. It keeps us keeps our relationship quite uh keeps it uh, intimate in like a talking way you know sort of a communicative way that's very important i'll also have periods where i like i don't have set times when i don't use it i have set times when i have to use it based on my twitter and engagement when like other people are awake in america and britain and stuff because obviously most of my audience not all i think i have quite a lot of indian african followers actually but um most of my audience like most of twitter's like uptime is is in the evening here in, when I'm asleep. So before I go to bed, I kind of have like, I have to use it for an hour or two. I normally use it an hour or two before I go to bed, then I'll have half an hour where I don't use it. Sleep normally, don't always stick to that rule based on how tired I am and stuff actually. But, but in the day I'll have set periods where I'll, depending on normally my uh, work schedule, I'll, I'll take like whenever I'm teaching, obviously I'm not using it and then I'll have maybe a uh, hard, Half an hour before and an hour after or half an hour depending on how my freeze play out where i'll just avoid it so i have time to think about things more deeply because one of the interesting things i found about twitter is that i i've started thinking in like sound bites so i've kind of noticed i've started doing that which is great for putting out tweets oh, but yeah. i'm kind of like I'm, I'm not sure that's that's necessarily a, a positive thing so I'm, I'm i'm actually actively trying to like work against that because I don't write many threads, because I'm just not very
0: really good at it, honestly. Too. It's amazing the power of introspection, no, I When I look at your content, Jack, I've, I've seen a thread of uh, reflection and, and personal mastery, and there are two tweets that I wanted to talk about in this discussion. Uh, the first one is, the highest form of intelligence. You got some pretty interesting responses on that thread. Do you want to talk about well, you know why you put that up there. What is your take on it, and any responses that stuck out to you?
1: Yeah, so I was spitballing. Well, just thinking a couple of weeks ago, and like in my life, I've had to be very adaptable. Like living in a foreign country where I don't speak the language. Like I can speak basic, but I, don't, I can't like, have a conversation with someone here. Uh, it. I have to be very adaptable at work. Like I'm teaching. I so I I teach English to kids who don't speak English. And I don't speak, like, I don't speak Thai. So it's, <laughs> that's tough, right, at times. Yeah. So you have to learn to be very adaptable. I've lived in like three different countries for like on three different continents for like significant periods, not just like a month or something. I've spent. Uh, and in each of them, yeah, it's different culture. They might have similarities with Western culture. They might be different, but you have to adapt. So I actually put a, a, a tweet just sort of like ego stroking, saying the highest form of intelligence is adaptability because if we don't adapt, we die. So for me, I, I think there is some strength. to that, I, I, I'm, I, I don't generally think in absolutes. So obviously, yeah, you have to write for your, like the medium. But I don't tend to think in absolutes, but I do think adaptive, adaptability is a very high form of intelligence. But then I started thinking about that, and I thought, that's just an interesting question to ask, because I think it is quite personalized, depending on your experience, and there's no right or wrong answer. We always talk about IQ on Twitter. It's a big one. I don't talk about that. I think it's a, it's a measure, but it's a flawed measure. It's not something I'm particularly interested in. But we often get tweets about IQ. So I was sort of thinking, what actually is like the highest form of intelligence? There's no right answer. There's no wrong answer. It's going to depend on your, your, your life experience, your perspective. So, yeah, I asked that question just to – because I thought it would get some interesting responses. And honestly, some of the responses were really good. In general, it seemed a lot of people Seem to lean towards like social intelligence being the highest form of intelligence Which I was actually a little bit surprised at. although at the same time I'm, I'm not surprised. I, I agree. It's a super important thing we are socially uh, social animals and if you if You can navigate the the social area you will gen- generally be reasonably successful or at least more successful than someone who can't. You, know, you, you might not necessarily be the most, but you might do better in your life. Your life might be more, uh, more enjoyable than, than someone who, someone who can't. You know, like work, interpersonal relationships, it, it, it sort of bleeds into everything. A couple of people mentioned intuition as well, which I thought was interesting. I hadn't even considered that as an idea. So for me, that that's quite interesting. It's something that I was thinking about today, but I haven't really developed any full full thoughts on it because, um, yeah, I need a bit more time to reflect on that. So, but there's there's some great. There was actually some very good responses in that thread. I was quite happy happy with it. Yeah, like everybody it should go check it out. <laughs> yeah, it's good. I'll, I retweeted it yesterday, so it'll be on my, or maybe even this morning. I can't remember. Uh, so it'll be on it'll be on my feed.
0: We'll include your Twitter handle in the description of this episode, so people can go check it out and follow you. Like it makes you really think about the responses, you know. Um, social intelligence—it makes a lot of sense. You know, we want to conserve our humanity in a world full of technology, mm. and our ability to communicate with ourselves, along with others, opens up opportunities. And um, I think that's the world we're moving towards. People that can communicate in an authentic uh, and engaging way will go very far.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think the internet's not going away. Social media is not going away anytime soon. So it's that was also one of the big motivators behind me get deciding to get involved in this is because it's whatever whether you think it's good or bad, the the future is moving in that direction. It's clear to me, and that doesn't mean we're going to like completely like interface. i I don't think like we're still going to be. We're still human. I hope we don't. Honestly, personally. Um, I'm definitely not a transhumanist, um, but but still, I, I'd have to be foolish to to not appreciate that and uh, try and work on that 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 aspect of of my own my own life. Really,
0: you had another tweet that goes along the lines of internal mastery, I and mean, there's a lot of tweets that kind of go into that whole realm of discussion. What does that look like to you?
1: What what does internal mastery mean to you? so there's a lot to that like i think the very first step you have to have for internal mastery is yeah like knowing yourself and that is something that sounds really easy i <laughs> you <know>, just know <laughs> yourself man but like <laughs> that takes a lot of uh, a lot of time a lot of work and a lot of experience to mm-hmm. to do so for me like this is based on my own experience. Like I didn't really truly learn to like get to know myself until I completely threw myself out of my environment. I about uh, about three years ago, I upped and left England after finishing my university degree. I I just I just left basically um, because I what I didn't feel I was in a very good place and. Uh, In that experience, so traveling alone, I was on my own, I didn't have any support network or any friends, any family, anything like this. Uh, No shared commonalities, no shared culture with the people that I was traveling with. I didn't meet many Brits while I was traveling. Um, And even though Americans and Brits have, yeah, we share a language and we have a lot in common, actually, there's quite a lot of differences in culture and in terms of, uh, it's probably just Probably isn't surprising to people, but there's a there's a lot of differences between uh, British and American people, uh, although a lot of similarities as well. And when I was uh, going through that process, like it's worth bearing in mind that I wanted to do that with uh, with the general purpose of changing myself. So, like, I had a specific purpose there. And during that period, I reflected on myself. I I had a lot of time to think like when you're traveling maybe six, eight hours on a bus with no one, often on your own, maybe you're like with the local people, you don't speak the language. That's a lot of time to think and reflect. And that time spent in reflection is the first step. That's the first step you need to take. You need to reflect on what you've done, who you are, what you feel about things, what you think about things. And once you have reflected, you can, you're like, peeling the first layer yeah that's like the first layer of of the onion after that you need to yeah do new experiences find out what you like find out what you don't like and constantly be reflecting reflection is the key it is it is the key to to knowing yourself mastering yourself it's reflecting on things finding time finding space even reflecting on them with conversation can be a very, very effective tool as well. You don't have to do all of this on your own. Now, I'm not saying go in and flood your work colleagues with your reflections, right? But maybe your loved ones. Strangers can work as well. Uh, I've had That's some, interesting. Re- yeah, some strangers. yeah, in bars, I've had some really <laughs> fascinating conversations with people that yeah. I never met again, never will. You can be honest in a way that you can't be maybe yeah. with other people, that can be very interesting. Uh, I'm not going to say that's a general practice you should take, but on occasion, I think it's a, it can be effective. Oh, yeah. Um, and when mm. you talk to people and you hear other as- perspectives as well, that can make you re- reflect on, on your own thoughts. And that's why reading can be good as well. because You're generally hearing the thoughts of a very intelligent person in general someone's wrote a book that's that's been published and that's at the time they tend, tend not to be idiots to do that so all these things can can help you uncover it and then it's application and the rest of it's hard and that's hard as well you know how you actually apply that knowledge um that that is very individual like because it will depend on your character like um there are commonalities between humans we are more alike than we are different but we are all different we are really, unique uh, based on yeah all kinds of different factors so how you apply it's very interesting i kind of feel like i'm at a point in my life where i'm reasonably content uh, i've talked about this with with uh, on another podcast i did about contentment being very important and i think you need self-mastery to find contentment but you ne- it you never finish you never finish it's always you're you are always, we are dynamic humans are incredibly dynamic where we have a hybrid identity based of loads of different experiences thoughts feelings like we're always the same person but we are also not the same person from one day to the next if you know what i mean um we can have, we have different aspects to our character we have the same commonality but we can shift in different in different ways and being aware of that is also very important you know little things like if you know you're in a bad mood for whatever reason trying to remove yourself from a situation where you might like stress out other people or other people might stress you out something like that like trying to limit certain interactions in certain mood states that that can be uh, uh, quite. Important important uh that's more of a social dynamic rather than knowing yourself but all of these things all do, do tie in they all tie into you have to be introspective you have to be reflective and you have to push yourself and challenge yourself it's on the extremes that you'll really find out who you are that's interesting actually uh, on the extremes it, it makes you think
0: anytime that you go out of your comfort zone you might be getting closer to the person you want to become
1: yeah i think so um you'll get closer or you'll find out what you don't want to do as well yeah which is equally valuable yeah i've done a few things where nah not for me you know (laughs) not enjoy that i'm glad i did it but i did not enjoy it and that that teaches you you know that teaches you as much as finding the things you do enjoy Mm -hmm. and sometimes it's worth trying those things again you know see if you've you've changed like a, a food you don't like as a kid you know, you don't like it as a kid, then you try it five years later, and it's it tastes good. So, experiences can be like that as well. But yeah, there's certain things that I'm not going to fuck with again. But uh, there's certain things that. But who knows? Yeah, you never say never, right? I, I'm. uh One of the things about us is, like I just mentioned, we are dynamic. We, if you stay static, like that's like staying still is stagnating. You know, it is it is stagnating if you. If you're Not moving forward, you are moving backwards. Like, I i do believe that, and that doesn't mean like, it's not linear, it's not a linear progression, but um, but you do need to uh to constantly have like the old quote you have to have a direction of travel. Don't worry about speedy travel of it, you speed travel it, but you have to have a direction of travel, and maybe it turns sometimes, the enders, but in general, you, you have a direction that you're working towards. Well said. Uh, to close this interview, Jack, could you give listeners uh, an idea where to find you online? So I'm best to find me on Twitter at thinkinpeach. Obviously, one word. It's Twitter at thinkinpeach. Uh, and also, I have a blog with by the same name, thinkinpeach.com. I, uh, I'm not uploading as frequently as I'd like to that at the moment. I'm busy. Fortunately, it's an excuse. I know it's an excuse, but it is also a reality. So I'm trying to I'm trying to get things out on that more. Trying to trying to get uh, more posts out on that. But my main focus is my Twitter. Like I'm I'm, I'm more active on Twitter than internet. Awesome, Jack. Thanks so much for
0: coming on. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. All right. Take care. Yeah. You too.